Welcome to Rejuvenated Women, Impeccable Health for High-Performing Women. Each week, we feature interviews, information, and inspiration that will motivate you to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. My name is Dr. Alex Ridley, selfless syndrome expert, women's health coach, and alternative medicine practitioner. I specialize in health for busy and driven women. Listen weekly as I share the tools, perspective, and knowledge you need to lose weight, boost your energy, and fall in love with yourself so that you can serve the world with an even bigger impact. Are you being held back, stuck in life somehow, not able to move forward, whether it's in a relationship with your health, starting a business, changing careers, knowing you're not really doing what you're here to do or meant to be doing with your life, and are limiting beliefs the thing that are keeping you stuck there? My name is Dr. Alex Ridley. I'm a women's leadership mindset and health coach. And I really want to dig into this conversation around limiting beliefs because I recently had my own breakthrough in this area. And, you know, I just really want to share with you in this because it's something that stops so many of us from taking action and doing what we know we were really put on this earth to do, right? You know, I, I believe one of my core beliefs is that we all have a a purpose, you know, there's some something that we are here to accomplish and to do. And yet so many of us have a difficult time really connecting to that and being so grounded in that, that we take the actions and only the actions that are going to take us towards that vision and that dream and not keep us distracted from it. And, you know, I really got clear on this. I'm going to tell a part of my story that I don't normally share. Actually, I ended up moving to Alaska for a job. And I, I have alluded to this in, in previous things, but if you don't know me, you know, what brought me up here was my husband at the time really wasn't on board with me owning my own business. And deep down, I knew that was what I was supposed to do, but, you know, I was willing to take the paycheck and, you know, do, do the, the working for somebody else thing for a little while. And I met the guy that I came up to here to work for before I actually moved. And I immediately had that initial gut feeling like, oh gosh, I really don't want to do this. As it turned out, he was not really a nice dude. Um, and I I got up here. We actually had found out I was pregnant three days before we came. So we were also dealing with that. We were newly married, living in a new place, like thousands of miles from any of our family. And, you know, he hired me, he took me on, even though his initial thing was like, well, we got to make sure you can adjust first. And I was like, of course I can adjust, man. But so I, I got the job. He was okay with me being pregnant. And I was really only staying around because I was planning to buy his practice. That was essentially, you know, the big draw. And the only thing that kept me there, because I, I liked the patients, I liked the practice and, and all of this. So I'm six months pregnant. And I'm sitting on the couch and we had a, kind of a lull in the day and that break. And I was, I was tired because I'd been working all day and I'm six months pregnant. And a trooper, an Alaska state trooper walks through the door and he, he has on a bulletproof vest and he goes to the front desk and he says, we have a warrant to search this place. And we'd known that Chris, the guy I worked for, had been arrested. Um, he was also a licensed arms dealer. So he set off an explosion. Some stuff got damaged. And we knew, knew that he'd been arrested, but we weren't quite sure what was happening. And so this guy hands us a search warrant and then another trooper walks in and another one and the BATF. And, you know, eventually it was like 10 or 12 police officers, troopers, FBI guys, all wearing bulletproof vests because this guy was a 
arms dealer is he was a chiropractor and an arms dealer and i was just like what is going on this is insane and so you know long story short they ended up seizing all this stuff from the office they took computers and you know filing cabinets and a lot of it had our patient info on it and i was just like this is an absolute mess mess but i didn't know how to get out of it i knew like deep down that i probably should like there was a good time to walk away and a lot of you may not be in situations that were quite that extreme but I, at the same time, it was like I was getting a solid paycheck and, you know, I love the patients and I didn't want to leave them. And so I stayed. And then about a month and a half later, I started going into labor too early. So at 31 weeks, I started bleeding really heavy. We, we kept it off. I, you know, took the meds, went on bed rest, did all of this stuff. And, but my son was born at 35 weeks and three days. And in that moment, when that happened, I made a decision that a lot of women don't make. I decided there was no way in hell I was going back to work for that guy. And I was going to finally start my business and do what I knew I was meant to do, which was to have my own practice and be both an entrepreneur and a chiropractor. And so I did that. I, when my son was six weeks old, <laughs> I had my first day. He was born on May 27th and I had filed all my paperwork, started a, a practice and found a space to share in a naturopathic doctor's office on July 1st. And that was the first day we went to work. And all of this is going to come back to beliefs and limiting beliefs in a little bit here, but you know, things picked up and moved and I was able to be mom and nurse my kid for two years. And within a year and a half, I had moved into my own space. I hired staff. We grew and we grew and we grew. And, you know, it all culminated in eventually I bought a 6,000 square foot office building. We were this giant practice. I had 12 staff, seven of those were other providers. And then I had five support staff. And I remember walking up to my office one day and just you know, sitting down at my desk. I was exhausted. And I remember thinking, this just, this isn't it. You know, I, I knew some things about myself. I knew that I had this drive to own my own business and that I would never work for somebody else. And that I, I, I loved being a doctor and a chiropractor, but my body was falling apart. My wrist was torn in six places. And I, hated some things like having to deal with staff and drama and manage all this stuff. And at the same time, I'd done a really great job of creating this team. And, you know, there were some things that I really knew, but I'd also watched it all happen with this kind of disconnected disbelief. You know, every year things doubled, which they did. My practice doubled like every year for five years. And we were nearly doing seven figures by the time I reached this point. I just kind of watched with disbelief. It was like, I didn't really believe that this was mine or that I was somehow creating this or that I was the one, you know, pulling the strings and making the decisions that was carrying us this way. The reality was I actually was, but I wasn't connected to a deep, strong belief in myself that, you know, really was driving me forward. I was kind of doing it for everybody else. I was doing it for my son. I was doing it for my staff. And I was, I was letting a lot of outside influences kind of dictate where we grew and what we got to and how we kind of created this thing. And, you know, obviously I had some leadership and some direction in there, but in that moment when I realized like, this isn't it, this isn't my dream, this isn't, you know, what's really, it's a, it's a piece of what's really driving me, but not, not really. I had to really sit down and think about that because in that moment I had a choice to make. And a lot of us, you know, with, 2020 being the year that it's been, some things have happened. And maybe it's really challenged you to 
look at, you know, maybe you're completely freaked out. Maybe you don't know what you're doing for your career or you realize you need to make a change because you're even more miserable than you would be if you weren't in this job. Like there, there can be a lot of things or your health is really struggling and, you know, but you just can't get past. You can't like find that thing that really drives and motivates you and, and aligns completely with yourself because we can all, you know, we can all do things. We can do the workout. We can like eat the certain way we can do the job, but when it's not really connecting with who we are and who we were put, you know, what we were put on this earth to do. I shared at the beginning that I, I, I believe, you know, we all have a purpose for being here. There is something that we were meant to do. And for some of us, it's huge. And for some of us, it might be smaller, but we all are contributing to society and life and a drive in a certain way. And so I've really been meditating on this. Not really. I don't meditate. Let's just be honest, but reflecting, that's a better term, <laughs> reflecting on this for the last year. Meditation is great, by the way, and you should definitely do it. It's just not something that's ever really um, been something I've been great at. We'll put it that way. But I've been reflecting on this, like what really drives me? And if I look back through my life, and this is what I want to challenge you and kind of teach you through this, is, you know, we have the things that stop us, right? These are the, our self-limiting beliefs that I'm not good enough. Well, I'm a girl. I can't do that. I, you know, I'm not worthy of this. I somehow, you know, don't deserve X, Y, Z. I whatever it is. So-and-so says I can't do this. So I can't, I dealt a lot with that with my ex-husband. We all have those things that are constantly stopping us, but underneath that, there is something that is pushing us forward. And when you really can actually get connected to that, it opens up a whole new world and a whole new vision and really puts you in a place where you can finally take action and stop being stopped by the limiting beliefs. So I'm going to share what this was for me. Okay. So, you know, I, I really looked at, okay, what drives me? I've always been driven. My classmates gave me the leadership and entrepreneurship award when we graduated. And I was just like, huh? Cause I didn't really relate to myself in that way. But then I built this practice without really having a great vision and with letting a lot of other people influence it. But I was someone who would take action, right? I, I would do things. And there were certain things that would really tick me off and make me want to do it even more. And a lot of them I've realized over the years and, you know, just from asking myself this is, you know, a lot of them is the idea and just this conversation that happens in our society that women are somehow less than men. Okay. And I don't want to get into all the, you know, I am a feminist. We'll just put it that way, but not, not in the level that you you may think of, of like being not in the negative way. Let's put it that way. And, you know, I, so I realized a lot of what had driven me when I was playing soccer, when I, you know, was in school, when I started my practice, when I did all of these things was that I really wanted to change the conversation around what women are capable of and what our power looks like and bring the female leader, you know, version of leadership and of success and of equality into a male dominated marketplace in terms of business ownership and entrepreneurship and, you know, being a leader of an organization. Nothing used to piss me off more than when I would meet somebody, even in Fairbanks, which is a small, small town. And my business was fairly well known by that point. I'd meet somebody and, you know, tell them I'm a chiropractor and blah, blah, blah. And they would be like, oh, well, who do you work for? And I would be like, I own one of the biggest practices in the 
then the town how like how do people not know this but you know it really actually came down to me and what i believed and how i was presenting myself and how i acted i didn't walk around acting like i owned not not in like a arrogant way but just in a way you know that that brings out our my own like i didn't have confidence in myself that's what i'm trying to say there and so you know, you want to look at, so how, how do we relate this back? Like, obviously I've talked a lot about health and I talk a lot about, you know, how do we actually get healthy and, and what it really comes down to, you know, I, I can tell you all the diet stuff and how to exercise and, you know, talk about stress and how it relates to our hormones and tell you how to balance all this stuff. And, you know, there's stuff that, that can be taught there. Yes. But fundamentally the thing that is going to make the biggest difference for you and have you actually transform your life and your health? Because that is actually what I care about and what I'm here to do. It comes down to really, truly getting connected to who you are and what you were put here to do. And then finding the drive, the, the you know, whatever you need to propel you forward. There are so many women that I work with that are unhappy in their job or they have this business idea, but they just can't figure out how to act on it. They can't figure out how to find the time or, you know, take the steps towards what they need to do. And obviously there's things that you need to evaluate in any of those decisions. Like when I left the crazy practice, you know, after my son was born, I was facing, I had a non-compete clause that basically said I couldn't practice anywhere for six hours around here because it was the whole borough. I wasn't supposed to be able to practice for five years. They threatened to take me to small claims court. They they called around to different um, practices and offices up here and told them that I wasn't allowed to work for anybody else. And, you know, that, that if they brought me on, then they would sue them too. You know, there was just craziness. And obviously none of that happened. And, but I, I did research, you know, I talked to attorneys, I talked to my malpractice insurance people. I was like, Hey, does this actually hold any weight? You know, so there's stuff that you have to do, but the point is you have to be connected and actually start doing it. And how do we get there? That's, that's really what I want you to leave you with right now, because yes, this can inspire you and, and all of this, but I want to actually have you take action. And so what, what I've done and you know, been on this journey this last year where my business and practice looked totally different. I shrunk the thing back down to where it's just me. And you know, a lot of what I've been looking at is like, how, how am I gonna serve the world? Because chiropractic for me is something that really hurts my body and is not, you know, by it as much as I love it, it's not and always will. It's not a viable, sustainable long-term career choice for me anymore, right? And you know, so I just kept asking myself why. It's like, well why do I want to own a business? You know, and then, okay. So I, you know, my why is I want to impact and transform the lives of, of women around the world. Okay. Why does that matter? And then you keep asking yourself, why, why does that matter? Why does that matter? And you do this at least seven times. This is an exercise that I actually do with my clients sometimes and have done myself obviously multiple times. So you ask yourself why seven times. And when you really get to the root thing, this is where I really got to the root of, you know, I want to be a woman who changes the conversation around female leadership and what we are capable of. That is the thing, right? And when I got really clear on that, it opened up a whole bunch of possibilities and a whole new vision and direction that still encompasses everything that I already do and have already done, but gives it that that extra something 
that is driving me forward and being connected to that drive in a positive way and having that drive not be status or you know achievement or some of the things that used to drive me but really truly being connected to the like why am i here and what am i doing and why am i doing it and who does it serve that is the other thing you know it's about serving somebody else when you really get connected to that you have the power at your fingertips to actually start to transform your life to put into place some of the things that you already know we already know so many of these things it's really about getting our mind right and so if I leave you with anything in this video, or you know, if you're listening to this on the podcast or seeing clips of this somewhere else, if I leave you with anything, it's that if you are really, truly on a mission to transform some part of your life or the whole thing, you have to get connected to that deep-seated why. Because unless you do, you're going to keep running on the treadmill of doing the same things over and over again and expecting a different result. And we all know that's insanity. So I hope this serves you, motivates you, gets you thinking. And, you know, if you were somebody who are like, heck yeah, after listening to this, type in the comments, wherever you are, say in your car, heck yeah, at the top of your lungs and know that I'm here with you and fighting this fight and propelling this conversation forward because it matters. And we as women deserve to have the life that we both want and deserve and we're put on this earth to have and to have equality in all parts of our life. It even says that in the Bible. We won't get into that right now, but that is really what I'm about and what I hope you're about. And I'm here to help you with any part of that. All right. We will talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Rejuvenated Women, impeccable health for high-performing women, where we provide you with the tools, information, and inspiration you need to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. Each month, I'll select one lucky reviewer to receive a special impeccable health sample kit from me. Also, I don't want to be working with you on your health only once or twice a week. I want to be in this conversation and in the trenches with you every single day. I invite you to join me in my private Facebook group for high-performing women who are ready to transform their health and lives called the Tribe of Rejuvenated Women. There you'll have access to free trainings, a community of like-minded women from around the world, and even more information, inspiration, and motivation to transform your health and become vibrant, energetic, and on fire. Until next time, remember to keep putting yourself first so that you can better serve the ones you love and the things you are passionate about.